You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. This podcast is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida, where we invite our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors to candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Let's get started. Hello, you're listening to Hello, Francis. My name is Gregory Dedeke, and I have something a little bit different for you guys today because usually I am the one editing these episodes, but this time I am now your host. So I am here today with Austin Miller, and we've decided to just expand on the conversation about Canva, as you folks have probably listened to from the last episode with Kayla. And she talked a little bit about the software. And now we would just like to talk about some real world applications on how this kind of software actually changed the way that some people have done things in their structures. So uh, how are you doing today, Austin? I'm doing pretty good. So man. So uh, if you don't mind, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and just generally what you do, the industry you work in, and give us a little introduction to yourself. Yeah. So as Greg already said, my name is Austin Miller, and I am the customer engagement director for ModLite Systems. And what our company actually does is we manufacture tactical lighting equipment for military, law enforcement, and personal defense use. Their lights meant to be mounted on either firearms or, or handheld lights as well. So That's what our company does. I'm, uh, as I already said, the customer engagement director. And what that means is I lead the team of people that interact with the general public, whether it's customer service or marketing. And I also oversee dealer relations. So basically the three main avenues with which ModLite interacts with the the public, that's that's my purview. So that is why I I have a vested interest in using uh, Canva to, to convey graphic design to the public. Awesome. How long have you been using Canva? I have been using Canva actually before I had my current position. I was using it with a previous endeavor of mine. And I actually, you were the person that introduced me to Canva. Right. Um, right. You got me kind of interested in it and I, I started exploring it and I, I realized really quickly how powerful the tool it was. Awesome, man. So before you actually start using Canva, can you explain a little bit how your structure, or at least like your roles in regards to interacting with the public was before you actually adopted this? Yeah, so my role with uh, with ModLite, I, w- I didn't jump right in and start using Canva. It wasn't until I found out that we had an account that we were paying for that I started using it. But basically it was, it was just Instagram and Facebook uh, posting photos anytime I wanted any time of type of graphics. I, ju- I guess I just didn't um, <laughs> for lack of a better word. I would just use the, I would just use, you know, if it was an Instagram or a Facebook post, I would just use the caption and that was it. All right, man. And ever since you've dodged it, uh, I have taken a look at some of your guys's content, especially some of the graphical content, like overall it's like very simple, but it's also very clean too. Like I've noticed that at least compared to other businesses in the firearms industry, I've noticed that the, your designs have been very bright too. And no, very simple, but have you seen any improvement the way you engage with your customer base at all, really, uh, ever since you adopted it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So first of all, yes, we are very, we're very like 
Apple, a utilitarian in, in our use of artwork, you know, white sterile backgrounds, uh, at least for product images and product announcements. That's typically what, what we do. I, we have a, a team of photographers, some in-house, some that are contracted. But as far as like the clean stuff that's used with graphic design, we, we have one that we work with and he does a really good job. And our logo, we, we contracted it out in order to have it made. And what I did was I put it through a font because it was just a word, basically. It's a word with a flashlight. I put it through a font analyzer and I downloaded the best, the, the most consistent font to, to what that our logo looked like. And what's nice about Canva is you can actually upload fonts into it. So even if it's a right. font that's not loaded in, you can upload one, which is super nice. And so I was able to build a very a very uniform, consistent branding just with a very basic feature. That's probably one of my one of my favorite features about Canva. The other one that, that goes back to like you're talking about that those clean aesthetics is it has a lot of orientation tools. So whether it's left edge, lower third, right edge, it, it does a very good job of sometimes I'm like, I don't even know how it knows that this is what I'm trying to do, but I'll I'll, I'll get one graphic put in in top right hand corner and then I'll put another with bottom left hand corner and it knows kind of how I'm want how I'm intending on orienting those things and it'll snap to those positions which is super helpful it, it's a it's a real time saving tool awesome man yeah no i remember the few occasions i would use it as well either for personal use or even relating to work whenever something needs to be quickly cranked out the alignment tools, like you said, and also the ability to make everything like just a whole branding guide for the software itself, really, it does speed up the process of cranking out content, especially when it guards to social content as well. I know a lot of the, uh, it has pre-made templates and everything else, but you can make your own templates based on your brand and everything else to quickly crank out content. So would you say you mostly use it for social engagement, like uh, through platforms, like social platforms or what else have you really used it for beyond that? Mostly, yes, for social media content, predominantly for Instagram posts and Instagram stories. But I can set custom dimensions anytime I, I go to build something. I know you touched on, on preset templates. I've never used them. But what I have used is, is, for example, our Black Friday sale. I know with our website builder what dimensions I need for a banner for, for like a, a Black Friday sale. And so I'll go into Canva and I'll input those needed dimensions and I'll build from there off of, okay, this banner will fit X, Y, Z space. Okay. Now I know kind of what the artwork can fit in and maybe what photography shots I want to use to, to occupy those certain spaces. That's good. So does anyone else on your team uh, use this software as well, or you're the only one rolling with it? Uh, the owner of the company was the pioneer of using it. And then I kind of took over nothing against him. It was just one of those tasks that was, that kind of became more delegated. And then a couple members of my team, I got them the login so they can at least start exploring and get familiar with those tools, you know, either in my absence or if my roles change, just so that way we have that, that overall familiarity so that we guys know, okay, this is what our, our branding looks like. And these are the, the tools or the font styles or the effects that Austin uses to achieve certain type of branding. So it is to the, the short answer to your question is no, that there's going to be more people who have access to, to our tool in order to be able to expand our capabilities in terms of graphic design. 
Right. So, but you can quickly onboard people, at least like through this, the streamlined yeah. process of how you crank this stuff out. Right. And that is what's nice about Canva is the learning curve is super low. It's right. just, it's an extremely intuitive tool as opposed to something like, like Photoshop or, or really anything in the Adobe suite outside of Lightroom. There's a, there's not much intuition involved with, with Adobe. That definitely takes a lot more training than, than Canva does. Right. Yeah, of course. I know that, you know, I deal with designers a lot and sometimes there is like a stigma behind Canva with, um, yep. <laughs> from other designers, especially people who spend hours learning Photoshop and all that as well. But I joked with, we did a, we did a product teaser right before shot show, which for those of you who aren't listening, it's the biggest trade show of the, of the year for the firearms industry. And our graphic designer, the one that we that we work with, he made a post making fun of Canva. And our <laughs> our most liked post for the month was one I did in Canva in like 30 seconds of effort. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of oh, an inside man. joke, yeah, with, with, <laughs> with our with our graphics team. Right. So does your graphics team usually touch base with Canva in your uh, internal operations, or do they just try to stay away from it as much as possible? Or it depends. It depends on the, the the knowledge set and the skill set that they have. Our our photographers are are very talented in the entire Adobe suite, but you have uh, me or uh, or Colin, who, who's the other guy who's primarily involved with with planning social media content. We don't have that skill set. We can ask for stuff to be made from our, our graphics and our photography team, but that takes time. And so sometimes if it's, we just need something quick, it's really easy for us to just kind of do it ourselves in Canva. And, and then the bigger projects is where we, uh, we get the real talent involved and it's a little bit more of a planning out content, but, but for quick and easy stuff, man, Canva is hard to beat. Yeah, I know. That's for sure. It sounds like our own company and our agency have a lot of similarities with like how they at least tackle projects and relating to design. Yeah, um, man, they're all tools. Like, Canva can be the screwdriver and, and, and an Adobe suite can be, can be a drill. Like, like if it's just a one real quick screw that needs adjusted, I'm not going to go get my, my screw gun. I'm going to use a screwdriver. It's a really nice comparison. I actually do like that. So yeah. yeah, you did mention that you went to shot show it and how was it like rolling out that content with it? Did you use it at least on the digital face and the printed face as well? Like, did you use it for the printed face at all? Like, you know, like banners, a booth, brochures, anything like that, or, you know, we don't do much with printed media. We, we had already had just some, some general use trade show banners that, that were made up, but I actually did. <laughs> it's kind of funny because it wasn't intentional, but it just kind of stuck. I made a teaser for our new product line in one of our new product lines in Canva. We're calling it legacy enhanced. And all I did was I searched for like 80s retro in the font bar to find a almost like like space invaders type font because it, it's a product line that brings new support to older older light bodies that were made by other manufacturers and so I wanted something retro I wanted something nostalgic and that artwork that I created actually is probably at least in in terms of our initial discussions going to be the logo for that for that product line because it, it came out, it was, it, it drew the emotions and, and the homage that, that we were going for. And so it's like, well, why bother? Why change it at this point? Right. Right. And I do remember using it in some cases, like I do like how in Canva you can search things and tools or fonts, like based on a certain aesthetic or style. And yes. I would say like the search tool inside Canva is actually 
you know, very user friendly, actually, you know, even though you can't always verbally describe what the look you're trying to go for uh, quickly, you can at least type in some keywords here and there, and you can actually find what you need very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. If you use just like general search term, like eighties or retro, that's, it's, it's pretty good. Right. You can't get too specific with it. I've tried getting a little bit more specific when looking at I, I tried looking for some templates for something and, and the words I was using just wasn't, wasn't happening. So there are limitations to it, right. but, but generally, yeah, the, the search tool can help you find what emotion you're trying to evoke in, in your graphic design. Yeah. So overall sounds like a very nice tool for your guys and really change the speed or like how fast you guys can crank things out and good quality too, at least like on the social face and overall sounds pretty good. So yeah. Thank you for coming on to this episode. Do you have any more closing notes though? Or uh, like yeah, how about this? Do you what is what let let's let's finish it off with a with a question. What is your one frustration with Canva? Because I know mine. Ooh. I want to hear yours. Okay. My own frustration. Oh, it's been a while since I used it. I think my own frustration with Canva was how limit it still has its limits and it can be limiting with the amount of like pro or like features that it funnels in regards to you having a paid account or something like that. Like still with a free account, you can still, it's still a very powerful tool, but if you, for example, like searching like the, the fonts and everything else, a lot of the custom fonts and custom tools, vectors or anything like that, a lot of that can be very restricted by paid accounts, like having to have a paid account. I know when I used it a few few years ago, a few months ago, a, a lot of the stuff I was looking for was restricted by paid accounts. And this was for personal use. This wasn't exactly right. through agency use because it's not usually my department. Right. But yeah, that what did you say your frustration was? My one frustration is that despite how powerful the alignment tools are, if I create a graphic and I tell Canva that it's going to be an in- Instagram story, it still doesn't factor in the bar at the bottom, you know, the swipe up to send message or the logo of your account at the top. I wish there was a way it could build, it could have a reference layer to where if I like flipped a switch, I could see what those would look like on top. Cause that is the most common cause for me to have to make multiple drafts of a piece of artwork is factoring in that, that bar blocking off something I wrote. All right. That is actually a very, Interesting thing to know. So Canva, if you're listening, please take some notes and, (laughs) you know, help this man make it more friendly in terms of Instagram. And that is an interesting thing that will be seen too is, you know, as these social platforms do evolve, like how quickly Canva can keep up with it as well. And, you know, just like previewing this content as well on a on a live social platform. Yeah. I think that would be very interesting. All right, man. Well, Thank you for talking with me today. And if you folks have anything to say to us and you just have any general comments or some questions, email us at hello at francisroy.com and we will see you next week. Thank you.